We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up show, the Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Friday, May the 28th, 2021. Today's show, we begin our 2021 opponent preview series. Today, guys, we are breaking down the Eastern Illinois Panthers, the Gamecocks week one opponent in the 2021 football season. Guys, I'll break down Eastern Illinois in their entirety. We'll talk about their 2021 spring record, their head coach, how they fared last season, best returning player on offense and defense. Also, I'll give the overall outlook for the Eastern Illinois Panthers this football season, as well as the game as South Carolina begins the Shane Beamer era at Williams-Brice Stadium. Also, guys, we got your listener questions and some news and notes to get into, including the first three game times announced for South Carolina football, as well as D1 Baseball and Baseball America's latest projections for South Carolina baseball in the 2021 postseason. Guys, I got a lot to get into here on a Friday, and it's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention that companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. They're not a trucking company. They're a moving services company, and they're also employee-owned co-op. The movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone on the crew is invested in your success. They have dedicated professional crew members, and they also offer black glove service. They offer end-to-end packing services, custom crating and packaging your special items and cleaning services as well. They're founded by Greenville natives and University of South Carolina alumni guys. So a Gamecock owned small business. They also offer 20 years of project management moving experience and they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies simply do not have the skills for. Guys, whether in the upstate or across the state of South Carolina, if you have any moving needs in 2021, be sure to check out our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group. Or of course, if you have any other questions, go to their website upstatemoversgroup.com that's upstatemoversgroup.com be sure to check them out and tell them chris from the spurs up show sent you let's get it
gents, boys and girls, happy Friday, TGIF. Hope you're all doing well. I'm Chris Phillips, your host of the Spurs Up Show. As always, appreciate you guys tuning in. Man, my blood is pumping. I'm fired up. I'm trying to keep it together right now because just before I clicked record and we came on the air, South Carolina football announcing the first three kickoff times for the 2021 football season. And of course, as you guys all know by now, a night game at Willie B to start the Shane Beamer era. Folks, it is great to talk with you here on this Friday. Again, I hope you're doing well. I know for everyone, it's Memorial Day weekend, by the way. So wherever you're hearing the sound of my voice, whether you are on the commute, you're in the office, you're on the job. Hey, maybe you've started vacation early. You've already hit the road. You're on vacation. You're on a beach somewhere. You're on a lake somewhere. You're drinking a cold one. Cheers to you and drink one for me, folks. Again, hope you're all doing well. Friday, May the 28th, 2021. Truly appreciate you guys. Before we get going, I want to say truly appreciate you all tuning in, rocking with us. Another fantastic week with the podcast, the Daily Crow, the content. And I'm so excited, obviously, yesterday, beginning the 100 days to kick off countdown, beginning our football content. I am so excited to go through this offseason with you guys. I say offseason in quotations because what offseason? There's no offseason in Columbia, South Carolina. There's no offseason when it comes to Gamecocks football. You know, funny guy, funny story, guys. I had someone on the Daily Crow ask me, Chris, what do you do once the season's over? Like once baseball's over and there's nothing to talk about, what are you going to do? What's the next plan? What's the next steps? And I'm like, huh? Like offseason? What offseason? I'm giving myself the week of July 4th off. That's literally it. Like we have, we are talking Carolina football. Every single week on this here show from now until literally football season's over. There will not be a week that goes by that we don't talk Gamecocks football for the next seven months, basically. So I'm fired up. I know you're fired up. And again, appreciate you all tuning in because today we are beginning our 2021 opponent preview series. We're talking the Eastern Illinois Panthers, the Gamecocks week one opponent. Again, if you're not familiar with what these are, did them last year on the podcast. I know last year was madness. So if you didn't tune in, I forgive you. But if you're not familiar with these, basically what it is, is exactly how it sounds. I will go through and break down each of the 12 opponents the Gamecocks play this football season. And it's really, these shows are really about the team South going to play. So if you want to get some more information about the team, who they've got coming back, their head coach, you know, how they did last year, how it looks like they're going to do this year, and just a little bit of tidbits on the game, how we're viewing each game, stuff like that, that is what I'm going to do. So it's going to be a full breakdown of the teams that South going to plays in this 2021 football season. And again, I think it just gives us all an opportunity to get familiar with, hey, who we're playing, what they've got returning, what the teams that South going to playing looks like. And uh, again, it just gives us the opportunity to talk football, to break it all down. So I appreciate you all tuning in and rocking with it. Appreciate the love and support with the content, everything, guys. You, you guys have made, you know, this week, this 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 entire spring going into summer. I know it's going to be an awesome off season. So I appreciate you all rocking with it. And again, without further ado, let's kick it off the 2021 opponent preview series today. We are starting, of course, with the Gamecocks' week one opponent, the beginning of the Shane Beamer era, kicking off against the Eastern. Illinois Panthers, Saturday, September the 4th. And like I said, first three kickoff times announced. Yes, you heard me correctly. It will be a night game to kick off the Shane Beamer era. Seven o'clock kickoff at williams Bryce Stadium in Columbia, South Carolina. The all-time series record in the last meeting, 
I got N.A. written down because these teams have never played before. This will be the first all-time meeting between South Carolina and Eastern Illinois. Of course, Eastern Illinois, quick reminder, they are an FCS opponent. So, on a different playing field, a different level, if you will, of the Ohio Valley Conference. So, they are an FCS opponent. The Gamecocks will be taking on the first game of the season. They also played a spring schedule, which I think is really interesting and something to take note of when you talk about this game. They were one of the conferences. Of course, the SEC and the ACC and the Big Ten, Big 12, all the Power Five conferences, right, came back and played a fall schedule. But you'll remember teams like, you know, locally here, Wofford, teams like uh, Furman, they played in the spring. Well, the Ohio Valley Conference and Eastern Illinois was one of those. They played a spring schedule and went one and five overall in the spring. And we're going to break down just how they did in the spring here in just a second. Let's talk about their head coach. Their head coach, Adam Cushing. Adam Cushing, the head coach of the Panthers. When you talk about Cushing, like I said, hasn't been there all that long. Um, A guy that he was hired as the 25th head coach in program history in December of 2018. Um, He actually coached on Northwestern staff for 15 years, 13 seasons under Pat Fitzgerald, who is still there, uh, was a part of the team that won the Big Ten Conference Western Division in 2018. So a guy that has, you know, certainly the credentials to be in a position that he's in, uh, like I said, has not been there that long. Overall, 1-11 record and 1-7 in the Ohio Valley Conference in his first year and then went 1-5 last year. So I guess that would make him 2-16 and overall. Eastern Illinois building up, rebuilding that program. But again, Adam Cushing, um, you know, a good one overall, you know, was also an assistant head coach, or assistant coach, excuse me, at the University of Laverne in 2002 and 2003, coached tight ends there, coached offensive line, played collegiately at the University of Chicago. So kind of a Northeastern guy, if you are a Midwestern guy, kind of fits into that Eastern Illinois mold, uh, if you will. All right, how did they fare in spring of 2021? Like I said, each team we talk about, guys, it's going to have a very, very similar format or the exact same format, actually, where we're going to go through, touch on these different things, their head coach, how they did best string players on offense and defense, and the overall outlook of their team and of the game as well. So we will follow that format for each and every single team that we break down of the course of the next couple of weeks. Eastern Illinois, how did they do? Like I said, their schedule got moved to spring of this past spring. Got moved to spring of 2021. They played six total games. Went one and five overall. Their first game of the season actually got postponed. It was at UT Martin, got postponed. So their opener, which it's funny, they played every game on Sunday except one, which that one was April 3rd on Saturday against Jacksonville State. But their season went as follows. Home game against Southeast Missouri, they lost 47 to 7 in that one. The next week, they went to UT Martin, lost 28 to 15. The following week, at Tennessee State, a heartbreaker, lost 21 to 20. The following week, they got their first win of the season, beat, which ironically enough, beat Marcus Satterfield's old squad, Tennessee Tech, beat them at O'Brien Field 28 to 20. The following week, they went on the road played Murray State and lost 41 to 27, then took on the following week Jacksonville State on their home field and lost that one 44 to 23. They actually had one more game scheduled for April the 11th against Austin PA, but that one got postponed so they ended their season with that loss against Jacksonville State. So again a tough year for Eastern Illinois went 1 and 5 and played in the spring all of the chaos of COVID moving things around. I'm sure 
you know, you think about these little schools, these smaller schools, I should say, and it really took a toll on them. You know, SEC schools, you know, like South Carolina had the resources, were able to combat COVID and do the testing. And But a school like Eastern Illinois, man, really, really tough. And it was a really tough spring season for the Panthers. Let's talk about best returning players on both offense and defense. We'll start offensively. You got to start under center. Quarterback Otto Coons went 44 for 87, five touchdowns, four picks, but 37 carries for 86 yards as well. And again, guys, remember, they only played a total of six games. So when you're hearing the stats, remember, they only played six games. But again, Otto Coons actually split time last year with Harry Woodbury, who went 53 of 115 uh, through three touchdowns, three interceptions. Coons looks to be the main guy, though, as Woodbury graduated, is not coming back, or he's not on their roster, at least coming into this season. So Coons looks to be the guy. They got a couple of nice pieces behind him as well in regards to running backs. Jordan Smith is a good one, ran for two touchdowns, also 278 yards, over five yards per carry. But Coons, I think, is going to be the guy that makes this thing go. So again, best returning player on offense for me, I say Otto Coons. Best returning player on defense for the Panthers. It starts in the middle, a guy that reminds me a lot of in, in regards to being a leader in the middle. That is linebacker Jason Johnson for Eastern Illinois. 66 total tackles in the spring, six tackles for loss, a sack, and a forced fumble. So, again, a guy that is all over the field, does it all for them, led their team in tackles. Again, six tackles for loss. I think that was either leading or right up there, you know, right up there with the leadership on their team. Uh, yeah, that did lead their team. Six tackles for loss. Again, he had the one sack as well, which was third on the team. So a guy, a playmaker, and a youngster, too. They got a, a lot of young players on this team. So, again, best returning player on defense of Panthers, linebacker Jason Johnson. All right, the overall outlook for Eastern Illinois and this game as well. When you take a look at their schedule for this season, this is who Eastern Illinois will play this year. They actually have a game before the Gamecocks. They actually have a game before the Gamecocks, August the 28th. They're one of the week zero teams. They play at Indiana State to start their season for the 2021 football season. They'll play at Indiana State. And of course, the game we're talking about at South Carolina. They then follow that up with at Dayton versus Illinois State, at Tennessee Tech, at Murray State versus UT Martin versus Tennessee State, at Southeast Missouri, at Austin PA, and against Murray State. They'll round it out November the 20th against those guys at O'Brien Field. But when we talk about this game and the, and the prospects of Eastern Illinois and everything, like I said, guys, when I'm doing these overall outlook things, I'm not going to give a prediction for the game, but just kind of give you guys how am I viewing the game here in the offseason, in the preseason? If you're like I said, we shouldn't even say the word offseason because there is no offseason. I think my guy Josh Pate got me on that. There's no offseason. I'm taking that from Josh, so I hope he doesn't mind. But uh, anyways, in the preseason, I'm going to give you guys just sort of my view, 30,000-foot view. How should we be viewing this game? How are we viewing this game? How are we viewing this team? Again, what are the prospects of their season? Stuff like that. And I think we can all agree that this game is all about South Carolina, Right. All of the storylines, everything, you know, when we're talking key matchups going in this one, stuff like that, no doubt everyone believes this is a game South Carolina should win and will win. And it's not really about will you win, it's by how much will you win by. With all due respect, you always want to respect your opponent, but it's an FCS school from the Ohio Valley Conference. Of course, when you look at this, though, the overall outlook, the number one storyline for this game now and will be going into the game the week of the game is 
the beginning of the Shane Beamer era. I mean, guys, can you script it any better? You know, especially, I think South Carolina was really, really due to open with a game like this. You know, we've played the North Carolinas. We've played the NC State. Hell, you had Tennessee to open last year. How awesome is it? Because, you know, I, I see fans, it's like, oh, man, let's, let's beef up the out-of-conference. Let's go play Michigan. Let's play Southern County. I'm like, guys, the schedule is tough enough. There is nothing wrong with playing a team like an Eastern Illinois, which is basically the equivalent of FCS East on NCAA 14. Um, I know you guys probably appreciate that NCAA 14 reference. But it's like playing FCS Midwest. That's pretty much who we're playing in this first game. But the beginning of the Shane Beamer era. What it also gives you is the opportunity to start to establish your team in week one. Again, this game's all about South Carolina. With all due respect, Eastern Illinois, this game provides the opportunity for South Carolina to find out, okay, who are going to be our playmakers? Who are going to be our guys who are going to be people we can depend on this season? Now, I say that to say this too. Are you going to learn a lot about your football team in this first game? I don't necessarily think so. Like I said, whatever you see in week one, take it with a grain of salt. You have to factor in who the competition is. But with that being said, I think you're going to start to see things or at least have the opportunity to see things sort of take form and take shape. If you will. The overall culture of the football program, how South kind of plays, you know, the, the, the demeanor, uh, you know, we're going to start to see things as far as, okay, how are they coached? How do they run to the ball? Are they patting each other on the butt? Are they encouraging each other? Are they high-fiving each other? What is the energy like? And also, of course, in regards to X's and O's and on the field, you know, who are guys that step up? Because this team, as we all know, has a lot of question marks. There are a lot of things that need to be answered. Which guys maybe start to show flashes of, okay, this might be a playmaker we depend on this season. Okay, this is a guy we can get some playing time in and kind of see, hey, what can this youngster do? What can this transfer do? What can this guy do? Right? You start to establish everything. Hey, your quarterback position, Luke Doty. This is a great game for him in that offense under a new system. Obviously, everybody's breaking in something new. This is a great opportunity for your offense. Hey, in a brand new system with Satterfield Beamer, kind of get your feet under you, get your legs under you. That's something that the team last year, and of course, there were many, many issues, but that's something you didn't have the opportunity to do last year, and you feel like you haven't had the opportunity to do in a while, is just kind of take the first week, maybe two weeks, like, okay, let's slowly figure this thing out. Let's implement these new systems, these new schemes, this new verbiage, all of that. You know, and let's just be, we can kind of just get our feet wet, just dip our big toe in and sort of ease into this thing versus, oh, by the way, you're playing Tennessee to open week one. You better be clicking on all cylinders. You know, I, I think this is the perfect opening type game when you're breaking in a brand new head coach who has never coached a game before, by the way. I, I don't think of a better way that you can start it. Like I said, this is a name your score type of game for me for South Carolina. And I, I know people might hear that and be like, Chris, oh my God, you know, we want to combine six games the last two years. You know, we can't take anybody lightly, blah, blah, blah. I, I totally understand what you're saying. And, and I agree with you for probably every other game on the schedule. But for this one, Eastern Illinois, a night game at Williams-Brice, it'll be a packed house I mean, it'll be a frenzied atmosphere. 100% Williams-Brice, by the way. That's another thing to keep in mind. 100% Willie B. People are going to be itching to get back in Willie B after COVID. I think it's going to be a great night for South Carolina. It's going to be a great night to be a Gamecock. And like I said, I think it's a name-your-score type game. Like I said, are we going to learn anything about South Carolina where you're going to come out of this game and say, oh, man, you know, the Gamecocks are a, a real contender this year. They're going to surprise some people. No. Not necessarily, 
But you need this type of game to start your season. Again, it's the chance to start the 2021 season and more importantly, start the Shane Beamer era off on a high note. You know, maybe you get to see some things come to fruition. We've been talking about all preseason with like the defensive front or Debo Williams at linebacker or Cam Smith at defensive back. And also, it's a chance for your team to get some confidence early on. Give them something to feel good about. Because like I said, guys, the last couple of seasons, I mean, hell, you get punched in the mouth against UNC. You get punched in the mouth against Tennessee. You get punched in the mouth against NC State, even in a victory. So it's been a while since the Gamecocks, you felt like coming into a season, you know, especially with the schedules that South Carolina has had to play. I mean, it's been un- it's been ridiculous. It's been unreal. Whoever's done the scheduling, it's like, my God, give us a break. Help us out a little bit. You have the chance and the opportunity to start the 2021 season. And more importantly, like I said, the Shane Beamer era off on a high note, which is what you need. Again, you've got all this positive morale, all this positive momentum right now with Shane Beamer and the program and what they're building. And we all understand right now, right? It's the honeymoon phase. We totally get that. It's the offseason. Again, there, there I go using that word again. It is the preseason, if you will. Nobody's dropped the ball. Nobody's thrown an interception. Nobody's fumbled the football. Nobody's blown an assignment. We haven't lost a game yet. But again, this is the type of game I think you needed to start the Shane Beamer era. And uh, again, I I think it's going to be a really awesome night. You know, what this night and what this game is going to mean, it goes so far, I think, beyond X's and O's and and the score on the scoreboard and everything. it, It really, truly signifies the beginning of a new era of Carolina football, which I know we're all looking forward to. So again, that is my breakdown, overall outlook, everything, my full breakdown of the Eastern Illinois Panthers and the Gamecocks week one opponent. Like I said, guys, Saturday, September the 4th, a seven o'clock kickoff at williams Bryce Stadium. The Beamer ball era gets going under the lights. Cannot freaking wait folks like i said we're going to do this for every single team uh they're going to be you know not crazy long i doubt we're going to do an opponent preview that lasts an hour just in case you're wondering but uh no man i truly enjoy doing these they're a ton of fun and again i really hope you guys enjoy them all right we got a couple of listener questions i did ask you guys for questions in regards to you know eastern illinois this opening game whatever it may be. So let's see if we can pull up these listener questions here, if I can just find them. If we can find these listener questions, let's see. Oh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Where are these at? Where are they at? Here we go, here we go. We have two questions. Josh.Ren says, how much do you think we show offensively against EIU in game one from a scheme standpoint? That's a great question, Josh. You know, I don't know if we're not going to show a lot because we're trying to hide something from Georgia or East Carolina or the rest of our schedule, or do we not show a lot because we are literally just trying to get the basics right? I mean, you shouldn't have to pull out the whole bags of tricks. You shouldn't have to use the entire playbook to beat Eastern Illinois, right? Let's just call it for what it is. But, you know, certainly, listen, there's some gamesmanship involved. You know, Shane Beamer, I know this is his first game as head coach, but this isn't his first time coaching a football game or being involved as a coach. This is not Marcus Satterfield's first rodeo. Those guys understand, right? You're, gonna, you're not going to show everything in week one against Eastern Illinois because you don't need to use everything to beat 
to beat Eastern Illinois in week one. I, I truly believe the game plan will probably be run, run, run. It's going to be a lot of running the football. Sure, you're going to want to find some guys on the outside, you know, get some receivers going, especially in a game like this. But I fully expect South Carolina to use Kevin Harris, Marshawn Lloyd, establish the running game early and often, get Luke Doty some confidence with some shorter throws. And again, I'm already going into my game breakdown and stuff like that, which I'll save for the second week of July when I give my full game-by-game predictions. But uh, no, I mean, I I think it's going to be a a game where you want to get everybody some confidence. You want to get everybody in a rhythm and a groove. Like I said, have something to feel good about. So no, certainly you're not going to see them, you know, go crazy with it and open up the playbook and, and pull out everything because you're not going to need to do that. And also, of course, like I said, these guys know what they're doing. There's gamesmanship involved. You don't want to give Georgia everything. You don't want to show Georgia or any, you know, even East Carolina the next week. I don't want to sound like I'm looking past ECU. You don't want to show them everything either. And you're not going to have to use everything to win this ball game. So, no, definitely a good point, Josh. And, I, you know, I, I – uh, I would say, again, I, you'll probably show 30% of your playbook, I think, in this first game. You're, you're not going to have to use a ton, I don't think, to be honest. Last question. Will Knight 3 how good are they compared to us? Very simply put, Will, I love it. I mean, again, respect your opponent. Respect your opponent. South Carolina, this is a name-your-score game. It's two different levels of football. Eastern Illinois does not belong on the field with you. And I don't care how bad South Carolina is. Vandy would take care of business against Eastern Illinois. I have no doubt. So it's just, it's just, it's what's funny is because, you know, baseball, baseball's still going on, right? It's still so fresh in my mind in the sense of baseball, it doesn't matter who you play. The other team always has a chance and there's things you have to do. Football's not that way. Like there's not that level of parody in football where it's like, okay, well, if they do this, this, and this, they might beat you. No, it's it's just two completely different levels of football. South Carolina should be able to push Eastern Illinois around, have their way with them, name their score, like I said. So are we better than them? Will wants to know. How good are they compared to us? I don't think they're as good as we are, and I will leave it at that. Um, all right, a couple of news and notes. We'll get out of here, guys. First three game times announced for South Carolina football. Very exciting. Like I mentioned, guys, a night game to kick off the Shane Beamer era at williams Bryce Stadium. Of course, 7 o'clock kickoff on either, by the way, SEC Network Plus or ESPN Plus. They have not decided which one yet. But either way, a night game to kick off the Beamer Ball era, guys. I'm so fired up. The TSUS tailgate is going to be live. It's going to be jumping that first day, cannot wait for that. So, again, 7 o'clock kickoff against Eastern Illinois at home. Of course, week two, South Carolina travels on the road to Greenville, North Carolina, to take on the East Carolina Pirates. That one is set for a noon kickoff on ESPN2 in Greenville, which will be a very interesting matchup for sure. And I know September the 11th, it is going to be very, very, very hot in Greenville. So you might want to start drinking water now, honestly. And then the next weekend, the Gamecocks going between the hedges. How about this? A night game at Georgia. 7 o'clock kickoff on ESPN. What an opportunity for South Carolina. If nothing else, you get the Gamecock brand out there on national TV. If nothing else, you achieve that in week three if you're Shane Beamer and company. You got to love that if you're Shane Beamer and his staff and that football program. So, again, first three kickoff times announced. Night game, 7 o'clock against Eastern Illinois. Noon kick in week two against East Carolina. And then a 7 o'clock night game between the hedges against Georgia. Guys, final note really quickly. You know, the 
The projections for the postseason for Gamecocks baseball are literally changing daily. Both D1 Baseball and Baseball America dropping their latest projections. Of course, I'm recording this Thursday afternoon, so this is as of Thursday. So I'm sure these are going to be updated yet again as they update through the conference tournaments. Baseball America has the Gamecocks as a two-seed in the Old Dominion Regional, but that regional being played in Columbia, South Carolina at Founders Park. So I know we'd all be a huge fan of that. Here's where it gets interesting. D1 Baseball, and again, that was Baseball America's projections. D1 Baseball has the Gamecocks as a two-seed in the South Bend Regional. Yes, Notre Dame being the number one seed. The three and four seeds in that regional, Indiana and Central Michigan. Could the Gamecocks be going to South Bend? Hey, Scott Wingo, an assistant coach on that Notre Dame team. Also, forgot to mention, in the Old Dominion regional that'd be played in Columbia, the three and four seeds in that one, North Carolina and Campbell. So, hey, the Gamecocks might get another shot at UNC, which I'd be all down for. I'd be game for. So, who knows? Going to be a lot of fun. Going to be an interesting next couple of days. The next time we chat, guys, we should know the regional sites. We will at least know who's hosting. Hey, if, if the Gamecocks, if the regional is going to be played in Columbia, we will know that by the Monday show. Of course, the selection show for the Field of 64 is Monday at noon on ESPN2. We will watch that together. I will go live on the Daily Crow. I will be broadcasting the selection show and we will literally react to that live. Just to give you guys an update of what the schedule is like for Monday. Also, for the podcast, Monday's podcast will be the latest edition of the 2021 Opponent Preview Series. On Monday's show, we are breaking down the East Carolina Pirates, the week two opponent. So again, going to be a ton of fun. Obviously, South Gun and ECU have had a ton of back and forth games, some really close games, some classics, if you will, honestly. And it's been too long since those two teams have met on the field. So really excited for that. Guys, thank you all so much tuning in. Seriously, appreciate the love. Appreciate you, the support, you guys. Rocking with the content, sharing the content, showing love to the content. It means the absolute world. Hey, whatever you're doing this weekend, Memorial Day weekend, I know we're all going on vacation. We're being crazy. Stay safe. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. But, uh, hey, drink a cold one. You deserve it. Enjoy yourselves. Appreciate you all tuning in. And we'll talk to you on Monday.
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.